Right, well, I know you've all got one eye on cake break. I'm sure you didn't before Heather started speaking, so I'll be as quick as I can. So it's my job to try to kind of pull all that um, together and sort of explain really you know, where we were at. I think it was about 18 months ago that we, we, we stood up here and we said these are the things we're going to be um, thinking about over the next uh, year. Um, so I'm just going to give you an update on what all those things, uh, how all those things have progressed. Uh, and then just uh, a little update on you know, what we're going to be doing going forward, what that means for us as a church financially, um, and just a few things to go away and think about. Okay, is that good? Okay, so about 18 months ago, I stood up and I, I, there were three things that I um, said we're going to be kind of focusing on over the next, um, next 12 months. Um, the first of those was, do you like, by the way, our screen? Well, this is the fingerprint of Roger, I think, at the top of the screen here, uh, we, <laughs> when he was very kindly putting it away and... He's got such a big grip, big manly hands. So, <laughs> so um, we, about 18 months ago, it was about when Mike uh, and Flick, uh, well, Flick rejoined us and Mike joined us on the staff here. Mike's not around right now. Um, but um, we were saying that we wanted to really push in with, um, he's there, how can I miss him? Crikey. We were saying that we wanted to really push forward with our worship as a church. And there were a number of things we wanted to do around that. Some of it was really practical stuff. So kind of all this stuff here, you know, really, really complicated. Mike came along and along with support from from Jules and and from Nathan has just really made that really, really simple. Yeah, so we're not getting distracted by stuff and cables and all sorts of things all over the place not working. Um, I know this morning perhaps wasn't the best. (laughs) Example. And in fact, one of the things I think we prayed into uh, 18 months ago is getting this screen working for us. So there's, um, yeah, that's, a, that's a, nice, uh, a nice example of what's worked really, really well. Um, Mike's also brought together an amazing worship team. And by amazing, I don't just mean, you know, the, the, the quality. You know, some really good musicians, really good worship leaders. But I, I think, you know, we, what we don't want to have is a vanity project here at, uh, at Faith Love. We want worship to be real. I actually think this morning was a brilliant example of that. You know, just stuff happening that could have put off people. Yeah, that could have just been a disaster. And Mike just heard from the Spirit, and he just led us in authentic worship. That's what we want here. We don't want flashing lights. We don't want that sort of stuff. So I think that's gone really well. I heard Mark was telling me the other week there are now 32 people on the worship team which I'm guessing is about a fifth of the people in, 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 in this church. If it gets any more, there's a real danger that Mark and I might be on it. So uh, <laughs> we'll start seeing numbers dwindling pretty quickly. Um, so that's the first thing, worship. The second thing I talked about was um, media. You can tell this is an old slide because Google Plus is still on it, and I think that was killed off this week. But um, what we were saying was that, you know, the word that's been given to Mark to share with us is really, really powerful. And the sad thing is, it's also really, really rare. So it's all very well, the 150 people who meet here every week, um, hearing this amazing word. We actually need this word to be out. And we need it to be out in the world in as many different formats as possible. So we started a process of accelerating our investment in media, in social media, in video, in all these sorts of things. Um, and Jules has been a big, big part of that. In fact, can we just give Jules a hand for sorting this out today? She's an absolute legend. Her emails are brilliantly funny as well. So, uh, <laughs> um, 
And what we've been doing is assembling this library of you know, amazing kind of reusable content that is you know, the real word, undistilled, unfiltered, that Mark has on his heart he's sharing with others. And he's been pushing it out and pushing it out. And, and Jules has been helping him produce that. And it's through things like this that's enabled us to reach other parts of uh, other parts of the region here. So I think we've got the guys from Letchworth over here, who I think originally you guys were put in touch with 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 Mark through some of the stuff he's put out on, on social media and through the video. We've got people from Norwich. I think we've got people from there's, there's something around Zoom and Manchester or something like that. Or you were telling me about. You know, the stuff we're putting out is reaching people and it's changing lives because it's really powerful stuff. It's the unfiltered gospel, and that's awesome. Hosea 4.6 says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Well, do you know what? We're blessed in this church that we have a source of that knowledge. And, you know, we want to take it out, right? So the next thing we said we were going to uh, move forward on was children and um, families. You know, we've got in this church here so many faith-filled kids. I mean, I know you don't see a lot of them during the course of the service because they're upstairs, but... A few weeks ago, um, we had uh, some baptisms um, down the road. I think there were about six or so kids we had there. And we also had Amelia, so seven kids we had there, um, all being baptized, all giving their testimonies um, in an amazing time. You know, these are kids in our church who are exposed to the pressures that everyone else is exposed to in this world, and they've chosen to give their lives to Jesus. That's an amazing thing that we, we've got here. Um, we started doing some great things with families in the community here. When we moved into this building, which I think was about two years ago now, something like that, um, one of the things we wanted to do was to invest in this community and, and reach out into this community. And we're now beginning to see that. You know, Heather um, is doing the Monday nights at Clay Farm. We've got Grow Barbie. Grow, grow Barbie. <laughs> We've got Grow Ken at uh, <laughs> Clay Farm. You know, we're starting to have an input into this, uh, into the families within uh, within this community. But you know, we haven't got everything right on this so far. So there's still far too much falling on far too few around the kids' work uh, that we do. You know, in the service and, and and that sort of thing. We've got Joe who joined us about six months ago. He's going to be taking that forward uh, to really try to to take our kids' work um, forward as a church and to create a sort of cohesive um, strategy for it. So what are we looking to do? Over the next um, 12 months, um, well, in many ways, um, it's kind of more of the same, but better. Um, and as you've just heard from the few things we've been talking about this morning, um, more and more outreach. So all the things we've been talking about already today, all of the worship, all of the media, all that sort of thing, and all of the, the good stuff we do day to day as a church and as individuals, as people who know and love Jesus, we're going to carry on doing all of those. We're going to try and do them better. We're going to try and push deeper and deeper. But something in particular that we're looking to do more of over the next 12 months with this church and all the sort of things you've heard this morning, plus more. There was more we had this morning, but we couldn't share because we just didn't get around to it. Um, we're going to be looking at outreach. If you look at all the outreach that we've done or that we are doing currently as a church, and I've only got a few of them here, so this is in no way a snub to anyone if I've left things out. We've got Grow Baby. We've got Peter and Jackie uh, in schools. We've got Monday nights. We've got Worship on the Streets. We've got the various planting work that we're doing around um, around other parts of, uh, of East Anglia. Um, we've got uh, the prison ministry with Anne. We've got the I Am project, and I'm sure I've missed off tons and tons and tons of things. Okay, we're pushing out in this area, and it's an area over the next uh, 12 months we're hoping to, uh, to to invest in. So, just really, really quickly, because I know it's cake time. What does this mean for us as, as a church? Well, you know, 
running the church, you know, in a very practical way, you know, costs us money. It costs us about £13,000 a month, £13,000 a month to run the church. Currently, our income as a church is about £11,000 a month. Now, you don't have to be a maths genius to work out those sums don't work, but God has always provided for us, and that's exactly what we anticipate he will do uh, over the next 12 months as well. So from a really practical point of view, what do we want you to do? Okay, first of all, I would like you to discuss your giving with God. I've deliberately here not put pray about your giving. Because I know, just as well as everyone else, that when you say, I'm going to go and pray about something, often it means I'm not going to do anything about that, but I want you to think I'm going to be praying about it. So I want you to discuss it in a really practical way with God. And just let him open up your heart to what's on your heart, to you know financial situations in your life, and just give it to God. The second thing I want you to do is think about when you last reviewed your giving. It's really easy, particularly with things like standing orders and stuff today. You just kind of forget about it, right? It's kind of easy. And that's great. You know, standing orders make everyone's lives so much easier for the guys in the office in particular. Um, but, you know, perhaps you haven't updated it for 12, 18, 24 months or whatever. So just pray about it. Speak to God about it. Think about when you last uh, reviewed it. And think about whether it's a habit in your life. I had a whole bunch of stuff I was going to share, but I haven't got time to share on creating good habits in our lives that generate a return, yeah? And, and there are, there, if, you, if you read, turn your Bibles at some point to Titus chapter 2, verse 6, and read about, um, about creating good habits in your lives. And, you know, is giving a good habit in your life? Have you got habitual giving um, in your lives? Um, in about two or three weeks, it's the 1st of May, Mark, or something like that, I think you said. First Sunday in May. Uh, Mark's going to be talking um, about, what are you going to be talking about? Do you want to come and tell us what you're going to be talking about? In the <laughs> we're, we're all quite smooth this morning. <laughs> we're going to be doing... Oh, that's right. We're going to... We, that's right. So we're going to be... <laughs> sorry. We're, we're, going to, we're going to be sorting all our housekeeping out, okay? So normally, a lot of churches, when they do their sort of housekeeping Sunday, kind of just, you know, they, they, they push it all on you on that particular day. You don't have time to think about it. You don't have time to look at the practicalities. This is this opportunity now is to think about practicalities, to speak to God about your giving, um, to, to, to ask God what he wants you to do, you know, to seek faith from God. Ask for faith. If you're scared about giving, ask him for faith so that you can give you know, in measure with your faith. Yeah. And just speak to him really practically and bring along, you know, updated bank details, all that sort of stuff. First Sunday of May, um, we'll be having a gift day then as well. To, uh, to, to raise money for the outreach projects that we've uh, just discussed. So think about, ask God about whether well, there's any particular gifts that he wants you to give um, specifically for the outreach projects that we're, um, we're looking at. Um, I'm going to kind of end it there, but what I, what, I, what I think is whenever, I'm usually the guy who has to stand up here and talk about giving, so um, I've probably got a slightly strange view of it. I, I love giving. I've been incredibly blessed by giving in my life, and I can share testimony after testimony, which I won't do now because everyone's hungry, um, about how good God has been to me um, and my family with, uh, with, with giving. But I know it's an area that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and if that's you, um, I'd like to pray with you um, this morning. Okay, I'll be over there afterwards be nice and discreet or you can write to me after email me whatever I'm not on Facebook so you can't find me there um, but I'll happily just share with you my testimony around giving and pray with you around you know fear or whatever it is that might need breaking 
um, in, in your life around the subject of, uh, of giving. Um, but what I'd also like us to do now is just stand, and I want to speak um, blessing over the finances, really, of, of, of the church, you know. We, um, there's some real practical stuff that we have to pay for month to month, um, and we need God's help with, uh, with that. So I'm just going to read one of my favorite verses in the Bible from 2 Corinthians chapter 8, sorry, chapter 9. Um, and we're going to declare this over the church now. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. And as it is written, he has dispersed abroad, he has given to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now may he, he who supplies seeds to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, while you are enriched in everything, in all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. So, Father God, we want to thank you that you have provided for all the things we've heard about this morning. All of the good things, all of the outreach, all of the people that you have touched, you have provided the resources for us to be able to do that, Father God. And we thank you for that. And we know, as we look forward, Lord, that you will provide all of our needs in the future for us to push further and further into this community that you've planted us into, Lord, so that we can see your kingdom come in this community, so that we can see lives transformed in this community, Father God, because that's why you've put us here. You didn't put us here for convenience. You put us here because we're here for a purpose, and we're here to make a difference, Father God. So we thank you for that privilege of being here in your name, and we we trust you, Father God, that you will return to us everything we need, practically, emotionally, through wisdom, Father God, that you will provide all of that for us in this place. Just speak that out over over this church now. Just everyone, just just pray your own prayer over, you know, the resources that are are available to us, wisdom and finances and people. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, listen, I'll leave it there. Sorry, it's been quite rushed, but it's always good to hear the amazing things that have been going on. We've got more of that to share in the future. Um, it is now cake time. <laughs>